Welcome to Firm Foundation Conversations. We do a series of programs talking to people, making a difference in our community and in our world. And I'm so pleased to have with me today a young man who's making a great difference in way down in Atlanta, Georgia. And that would be Mr. Bradley Gray. How you doing, Brad? I'm doing all right, man. Just trying to stay uh, trying to stay warm. Uh, <laughs> I know it's not as bad as what you got up there, man, but it's 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 cold, man. It's Georgia, it's cold. I was gonna say, man, you you can't talk about no cold weather in Atlanta, like thirties. <laughs> man, we think that'd be a heat wave to us. We're gonna be like ten below tonight. I know. I, it gets so hot here in the in the summer. Now, when I go back home in the fall, and it's 50 degrees i'm like man it's cold it's a little cold up here in indy now right <laughs> so you know that 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 weather does make a difference it does well i'll tell you you've made your way to the atl let me ask you what brought you to the atl you know i had an opportunity um to further my career down here um you know atlanta is one of the largest markets uh in general i mean it's just a large metropolitan area but uh especially when it comes to our field and media um you know it's it's the top it's one of the top ten markets as far as television stations go, radio stations. Um, it's also, you know, as far as just our community, um, we we call it ATL Wood. You know what I mean? Like as as far as our uh, our film and entertainment industry, you know, kind of booming, being the second Hollywood. Um, you know, we've got movies like you know the Avengers and you know all types of you know big studios that come here and shoot within the metropolitan area, shut down streets for all that. So like just for what you have, um, I mean, I haven't even mentioned, you know, CNN and, and Turner sports and, and, you know, you know, all these different things that are just based here, uh, opportunities galore. Uh, I'm just happy to be here. I'm, I, I thank God every day that, you know, I get to wake up and, and work in one of the largest media, uh, areas in, in the country, really in the world. I mean, we, like I said, it's, it's, it's a lot to, it's so much to take in that you don't even really notice it until you get down here. Let me just say that Brad is an Indianapolis native, born and raised here in the city. He's a spiritual son, um, and we've seen his, well, his whole life. <laughs> I think I did baby dedication. <laughs> Probably, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I've, been, I, I've been there since, yeah, since day one, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are godly proud of you, and your mom is so proud of you as well. We're all thanking God for you, and you've done real well. Let's go back a bit and give some background about um, how you arrived to this career. So my question is, sure. uh, talk about your career in broadcast news and your current position and how okay. you were influenced to go in that direction. Okay. Uh, well, currently I am what's called a multi-platform producer uh, for the NBC affiliate here in Atlanta, uh, which is WXIA. Uh, that position essentially is um, a combination. It's a hybrid of a lot of different things, um, you know, whether it's writing um, scripts, web scripts, shooting things, editing things. Um, I, I like to look at it as just uh, a new position of, you know, creativity and innovation. So, you know, if there's an idea of something that may not be uh, your traditional five o'clock news story, but it's something that you think might do really well on uh, on air. Uh, I mean, on, on the website, excuse me. Um, you know, I might go out and, and, and put a story together um, on digital, on our digital platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and, of course, on the website uh, that I think might get a little bit more interaction than what would happen if we just did it on air. So, um, 
you know, I, I get the opportunity to essentially, you know, keep my ear close to the street to pay attention to spot news and breaking news. I also get a chance to write a lot for our web and our digital platform, an opportunity to go out and shoot and edit uh, and produce my own pieces, um, you know, that may not, again, like I say, be what you normally see on your, you know, the five o'clock news. Because not everything in news is about crime or is it, it's, it's about weather or it's about, you know, political, you know, whatever. Sometimes it's just community stuff that you, you want to see. So, um, you know, those are the things that I, I get an opportunity to, um, to, to work on. That's outstanding. I agree with you. We need to. Well, people are kind of weary of bad news anyway, and they want to hear some sure. stories that are encouraging real life stories. And truly what's happening in community. There are good things happening in every community. And we just tend to focus on what's, yeah. what's bad because that's garners more more viewers. But I'm glad that you have an alternative way to capture these stories. So you're saying that you uh, capture the story, develop the stories and they're played online. Yeah. Yeah. Whether, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's digital and, and, you know, sometimes there are things that I might, I might do that, you know, run in the, uh, one of the newscasts, maybe not as a, like, again, as a top story, but, um, you know, it might be something that's an in-depth piece that the weekend crew may want or the morning show may want. Um, uh, one of the stories that, you know, comes to mind, uh, that was set up by, uh, my, my supervisor, um, was a 11 year old kid who, has this penchant for political you know he, he wants to be in politics when he grows up and uh he and his dad his dad's also an entrepreneur uh came up with an idea for him to just go out and pick up and place the yard you know those yard signs that you see every you know every election so this kid at 11 years old had the idea of hey who pays for that at the end of the day like is that part of our city's resources that has to go out here and pay for it well why don't i take on that contract why don't i go ahead and you know what i mean for basically pennies on the dollar of what you're paying them yeah let me go out here and pick these signs up and it was just so cool to talk to this kid um you know and then finding out you, you go out to his house 11 years old he already purchased his first car and not just like a regular car like a 1964 ford uh I can't remember what it was, but it's a Ford something. And, like, it's just oh it, it blew my mind just to, to meet this type of a kid who wanted to do that. But those are the type of stories I enjoy telling. You know, I think everybody enjoys telling them, but it's not always looked at as a priority in news. So that's why I'm very thankful. I'm thankful that, that there was a position put in place for myself and others to be able to tell those types of stories that are a little different from your run-of-the-mill daily news, you know? Yeah. What do you think prepared you to go and get a story like that. I mean, everybody mm -hmm. can't approach a kid and, and get that story. So what do you think has helped you prepare to get those kind of stories? I mean, there's the, it, it, I can go, well, let's, let's start with what gave me the skills in media to do that. And, you know, obviously a lot of that comes from you, pastor. I, I think that, you know, starting off in the, uh, the, the multimedia camp there at our church, multimedia and focus, I had the opportunity to get my hands at a very young age on, you know, graphic design tools and resources, learning how to edit on Final Cut, learning how to shoot, uh, you know, um, with and without a tripod. Uh, working in media really helped me out at a young age because I think I started at the camp at maybe, what, 11, 12 years old. So, um, you know, and then going from there and even in high school uh, with uh, under the, the tutelage of, of Dennis Goins and, and, and John Easter there with uh, the radio and TV program at Ben Davis High School, um, you know, kind of even furthering that 
you know, you gather all those skills and you learn at that point in time how to, even though that was 15 years, 17 years ago, adjust to what today, I know, right? (laughs) it, It now has adjusted to what the new news is, which is you by yourself doing all the different things. You know, people are so used to seeing news crews, three people, a photographer, a reporter, maybe like someone who drives the truck around. Now you're that you're the same person. You know what I mean? I can shoot an entire story off of my phone, but that innovation came from starting in the media camp. Uh, it, it came from, you know, what I learned at Ben Davis. It came from what I learned e- even at Ball State. Um, so that part, the media part comes, like I said, starts with you. Um, as far as being able to talk to that kid, <laughs> uh, I, I think that that's, that's from family. You know what I mean? I got 11 year old cousins now that, you know, I like to pick on and, and, and play around with and stuff like that. So, um, you know, you, that, that just comes from being a, a personable, <laughs> personable person, I guess, and being social and, and, and able to talk to people. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that we know this, that this field is art and science. And the science, of course, is the gear and how sure. the gear works, what the gear does. But the art of it, that's what the gear can yes. give you. You know, that's why we in our media camp, we stressed uh, storyboarding and concept concepts, uh, concept drawings and treatments. Mm-hmm. And no one touches a camera or a computer until they develop the story. You know, so what happens in the sure. mind, how you perceive the art is how you prepare yourself to get a story. And once you got that all straightened out, sure. go get the gear, any gear, you know, big giant camera, phone. <laughs> if you yeah. know what you're doing, yep. you can go use any gear, there. Macs, PCs, Premiere, Final Cut. Yeah, yep. so true. It's all the same, just but, like riding a bike. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me ask you this now. Speak to parents now uh-huh. and young people sure. about some of the keys to getting through college and getting into a career. Uh, I, I want to start this off with a uh, my own personal testimony. Let's just say that it, it's it's definitely a testimony. Um, you know, one of the things that I had to learn at a very uh, young age was, you know, with all the talent that you may think that you have, you're not entitled to anyone give you an opportunity to showcase that talent. Um, you know, I, I graduated from Ball State in 2011. When I first got to Ball State, I had tremendous opportunities to be involved in, you know, um, in, in managerial roles as far or elected in, in, in roles as far as uh, the National Association of Black Journalists, our student chapter there. Um, but then as far as talent goes, I had the opportunity to be um, a an anchor uh, on uh, our nightly news show that we produced there at Ball State. And uh, long story short, you know, I got these opportunities in college and I, uh, you know, I, I, I assumed I assumed that when I graduated, there was a reporting job that was waiting for me. I assumed that because I had a good resume tape and because I was a little bit further advanced than some of the people uh, that I was graduating with, that I was going to get a job in TV news. Well, May 2011 came around. My uh, my resume started going out to dozens and dozens and dozens of organizations and companies and news newsrooms and news managers. And I did not get not one response back. I mean, I'm watching, you know, people that I taught how to edit or how to shoot. And I'm watching them get, you know, picked up in, you know, Quincy, Illinois or somewhere in Wisconsin or somewhere in Ohio, Dayton, Ohio, or, you know, Youngstown, Ohio, places like that. And I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, I'm like, 
okay, I know the skills are there, but why is it that I'm not picking, why am I not getting these jobs? Why am I not getting a job? Uh, so I applied to over 125 different companies uh, when I graduated from college. And like I said, I got zero replies back uh, as far as that goes. And, and as you know, I, I began, you know, just working at different places when I got back home. Um, but the, the main thing that I had to learn in that opportunity was, you know, you have to humble yourself. You have to humble yourself. Nothing is given to you in that regard. Nothing is going to be provided for you just because you think you did everything right. Um, you know, uh, so what actually ended up happening, uh, was one time I was working a, uh, um, volunteer table for Ball State at, uh, the Indiana Black Expo. And I was actually leaving to go to my job. I was working at HH Greg at the time. And I was getting on the elevator. And I had done an internship at RTV6 the summer before, right? So I'm getting on this elevator at Circle Center Mall to go to the parking deck so I can go to work. And I run into the HR manager there at RTV6 on that elevator. And who's on the elevator with the HR director? The new general manager and president of the same company that I interned with when I was there at that station, right? So the HR manager remembers me, Jimmy Love. You know, uh, he was like, hey, Brad, you know, how you doing? You know, have you found a job in news yet? Of course, I had not. Well, I wanted to introduce you to, you know, this person here. Uh, Larry Blackerby at the time was uh, the new general manager at, uh, at RTV6. And what, it, you know, from there, he was like, I'll make sure I get you in contact with the right people. And uh, we'll help you, you know, we'll, we'll help you, you know, get a job. And, and less than a month later, I was working at RTV6. And I say all that to say this. I know that's a long story, but, you know, God's timing is so perfect. Um, and although I may have assumed that I was ready for news and I was ready to be on my own, he helped me surpass a, 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 something that I may not have been more. I may not have been mature enough for, which is leaving my mother, leaving my family, leaving my home to go work in a station five hours away at a lower rate. And he set me up with an opportunity to work in my hometown in a position that allowed me to grow and expand with people that I knew that could take care of me. Uh, and, and, you know, those are the things that I had, I had to learn that, you know, within that two years of graduating from college and getting that job. So, you know, I thank God every day again for, for his timing because two seconds before two seconds after that door closes on that elevator and I don't see Jimmy love and I'm still working in retail. Maybe, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yes, I don't sir. I don't know what the what the case would be. You know what I mean? But but you know, yes, I, I I uh I just thank God I, I thank God for that because, you know, the lesson had to be learned to be humble and to be accepting of his timing and to be patient. And I was not any of those things before I got that job. I'm still working on that of course, but you know, that's that's definitely one of my lessons. You pass that test. You know, God has a way of helping us go through all these tests. He promised he would help us, and sure. his help comes in all kind of different ways. And I believe that even Jesus said, the Bible says about Jesus, he learned obedience by the things he suffered. Jesus learned. If he learned, we right. still got to learn.